Welcome to a new edition of Pure Instinct in the News, where we follow Pure Instinct founder and CEO Dominic Susi in different news outlets. In this episode, Dominic sits down with Orion Don of Destination Different Podcasts. I always start, I think it's a good place just to kind of like ease people into it. But if you were to give the 30-second the elevator pitch, you're in an elevator explaining who is Dominique Susi and what is Pure Instinct, how would you do that? Ah, uh, Dominique Susi, that's a good one. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a father of four, so that's, that's who I am right now. Like, I'm a father of four, love my life, love what I do, like, uh, in my community. So that's, uh, that's, that's who I am. Pure Instinct is like a byproduct of who I, I was. Like, I was a basketball player, was a pro basketball player, actually, in Quebec City, Canada. So that's the accent over here. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, Pure Instinct is actually uh, uh, my nicest project ever. It's like the uh, cool, new, innovative sport that I created uh, from ground zero, like like no rules to like a real time sport, mm-hmm. and with the rules uh, combining basketball, soccer, rugby, Australian rule football, um, all mixed up together without contacts so, or and with the, the the kind of the main aspect of the sport is that you have to go from one end zone to another end zone without getting touched with the ball and without mm-hmm. dropping the ball and that's kind of the basic ruling of the sport uh really nice sport like so and the, the, the biggest stuff is that it always go like three on two with mm-hmm. the sport so that's kind of the what is pure instinct but you have to see it and you have to experience it at some point in your life okay so how does how does somebody go from you know playing professional basketball and you're playing at a very high level to then like where did that transition happen to be like I'm, I want to create my own sport like how does that even remotely begin to start yeah that that's just that's just it. that that's not the way it started like the the way it started is like back in the days when I was young 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 like mm-hmm. I used to be someone who do a lot of sports so I, I grew up in the area like the in, in the area that you could do like any sport. So I was not only like a basketball player. I was also like, I played hockey. I played soccer. I played baseball. I played a little bit of football. I didn't like the football stuff because mm-hmm. to contact, I'm not like, I'm, I'm, I'm a big guy now, but like I, I, I refuse contact in sport. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just like despise it. So, and when I was actually playing, um, let's say prep school over here that we have a different system, mm-hmm. I was always looking for a better way actually for, mental aspect of the game and stuff like that and i thought uh, even then when i was 18 year old i was kind of reading books i was like there's nothing for me out there like what i'm looking for as an athlete it's not out there it's not about just like i had like a crazy handle i have a good shooting stuff like that Mm -hmm. i was missing something and when i went to university uh, that's when i started to do like yoga I, i started to do squash and then it hit me like oh squash is really nice for the off season and like you know that sport, you, you're you're from Boston, so I'm yep. guessing you know you know squash. <laughs> yeah, of course. So, so I started playing squash, and then immediately I saw that that when I went back to the um, basketball court, I was better, I was faster, I was like thinking faster, and I was oh that's it, I'm thinking faster, mm-hmm. but I have better decision making. So that's when I started to play a lot of squash, like like weekly mm-hmm. during the season. I just didn't care. And off season, I was like all out squash. Uh, I wanted to get better as a basketball player. And I thought that was the best 
tool I had like ever. So when I, uh, so after that, like I went to playing pro, I say semi-pro because it was not like that, that big salary stuff. Mm -hmm. So I played semi-pro for three years. And after my, my career, I was also like a physical therapist. So that's what I did, like uh, studying in college. And yeah. I did a couple, of, a couple of years actually as a physical therapist. But I was also like a full-time basketball coach in a high school, give, giving like class and uh, day class and stuff like that for basketball. And my main focus with the kids over there, the teenagers were like, how can we reprodu reproduce the, the feeling I had with squash? Mm -hmm. So like the feeling of like decision making and stuff like that. Like I knew like all the drills, like to get them to get better at shooting, get them at better at ball handling and, and like passing. So like the normal defenses team and stuff like that in basketball. Mm -hmm. But that's for me, that was kind of boring. I was like, because I, I used to be like a street baller as like learn it yourself. Like for, for the teenagers, I was like, I'm not here to like be in the gym and say, Hey, take a hundred shot. Like, like take your hundred shot because like, that's what I did when I was younger, like go mm -hmm. in the gym or go outside, take your shot. Like, I don't care. I'm not a coach that's going to show, show a gym and just show you like, and, and just say for you to shoot ball. Like I don't right. care. So I want to be here for some, some stuff that you never experienced. So that was like all my decision-making drill that I was trying to do. Mm -hmm. And one day I was reading actually the, the book was called Inner Game of Tennis. So way like off base, but yeah. it, was, it was actually a book that was proposed by, um, I think, what's his name? The guy from, uh, who was at USC and now is the head coach of uh, Seattle uh, uh, in the NFL. Do you oh, know uh, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. I was about to say Steve Carroll, but I, I didn't want to <laughs> miss the, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Pete and uh, he was like I think the four four word uh, like the the first one talking about the the, the book in the, in the book and I was like really impressed by what he had to say about that like the kind of the inner game of sport mm -hmm. and I was like yeah that's exactly like the book I needed when I was like younger this is exactly it like this is there's there's a thing called decision making that we're not taking seriously in sport mm -hmm. and I have to find a way to put that in a drill and stuff like that. So I was reading this. I was reading also another book about like uh, futsal, about like music, about all kind of sports actually like the, like that help the way the teachers were teaching the best tennis player or the best like soccer player. Mm -hmm. And there was something about decision making that was like, okay, I think there's something in there I could like work with. So and it's just like in, in one moment I was in my living room and I was like, okay, I, I think I got something. And I went to the gym the next day. I went to the kids. I was like, all right. Uh, they were like sitting, sitting around. It's like, Hey, what, what are we doing today? Uh, all right. Sit, sit tight, take the basketball, take the basketball out. I don't want to see basketball no more. Let's, let's do something. You're going to mm -hmm. have like three people over there, two people over here. And then, your goals go like to that end zone over there. Don't get touched. So it's going to be like, like a tag. So like, mm -hmm. like kids, teenagers, they love to play tag. It's like, yeah, so, of course, so much fun. It's just so much fun. Like just simple game. Don't get touched. Yeah. And then when you have the ball, throw it backward, throw it like, and punch it forward. That was like a new stuff for us. And you can kick it if you want, but like, you, you're not going to be able to do it because we're going to have a really like, um, narrow field. So mm -hmm. like futsal. So you're not going to have time to do, that one-on-one -on -one battle. So pure instinct is not about that one-on-one. -on it's about like your teamwork and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, so let's, let's do it. 
And then I put like a system in it that, that is like free flowing, like uh, after and the, the first three are going, there's the next three co coming up. And, mm -hmm. and it, it's like a non-stopping action that some of the people actually think saw it a little bit like hockey. That's mm -hmm. what I love. Like I the love. line change kind of action, yeah. yeah. That's the one, like, I'm not a big fan of hockey. Like, I, I, I'm a big fan of playing outside at the pond and stuff like that. I love that, like playing in the neighborhood in Quebec. That, mm -hmm. I love that. I'm not a big fan of hockey on TV, mm -hmm. but one thing though is that that thing where the the line change like while they playing, I think it's genius. I think yeah. we don't have that in other sport, and I just think the free flowing stuff it's in incredible in hockey. So that's why we put like in pure instinct. I'm like, all right, we're not gonna put like everything uh, from hockey, but we're gonna put this like this thing. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be like in the background. It's gonna help us for free flowing. And as soon as we put it like. In, with the kids, the teenagers over there, they just went went off. Like, and I could see that everything that I was kind of working on as a coach right there in front of my eyes. So, so I, all right, cool. Let's me let, let me try this with like the, the pro athletes from Quebec. Like, I say yeah. pro, pro, no pro in Quebec. So the college athletes from yeah. Quebec. Um, so I call like 30 athletes. I say, hey, could you come like to this secret location, secret gym? We're gonna do that secret sport. And for real, Ryan, like. I thought it was going to be like a flop. So yeah. I was like actually explaining them other drills that I was doing with the kids. And it took like 30 minutes before kind of a warm up. And it's like, all right, sit down. You're feeling it, feeling out the scene. Yeah. <laughs> and now I have something else. I don't know what, how it's going to go. We don't have a name yet. I think it's genius, but like, I was scared. I was like, they're, they're not, because they and were did like, you give them any context, like showing up of like, here's loosely what it is. You just said, there's nah. a secret sport. We think you're a good athlete. We want you to come and try this yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that because they, most people that like, knew me over there. Like, so it was not like, I, I was not a, like a random guy. Like yeah. I'm from Quebec and I'm, I'm really big on networking. So I, I kind of know like everybody over here, like in, mm -hmm. in the, in the, like, in athletic the, community yeah. yeah like everybody knows me like uh on that end so th that was kind of easy actually to just get people from different sports so we actually had basketball players football players i was soccer players over there and volleyball player I, I knew some volleyball players so and i just like sit down with them and say hey we're gonna have basic rules that we want to make sure that every time you can modify the rules of the, the this game that's coming up you do it but you have to respect those three like pillar one mm -hmm. the first pillar is elt so i wanted to make sure that at the the new sport that i'm creating is good on health that means that everybody's got to get moving like there's no stopping action like really flow free flowing but like everybody get moving and mm -hmm. no head injury so that was one of the things like I, I thought that and i i firmly believe that the sport that we playing right now which is like hockey like football, even basketball at some point, rugby. Mm -hmm. there, there's too much contact for nothing. And we used to do it because a hundred years ago, but we wouldn't invent that kind of sport right now because we know about like the head injury and stuff right. like that. My, my kids, when they watch TV, like with me, like football, because for me, it's just like normal sport to, to watch. They're like, what is this sport? They like hitting head and stuff yeah. like that. It's, it's pretty dangerous. Violent, like, yeah. It's pretty dangerous. Like sometimes I'm like, Ew. so, so I think like, so that's one of the first pillar. I say, Hey, health, we are, and we were all like big athletes over there. So like 
we don't want it to mess up your off season. Like the, mm -hmm. your goal is to get better at sport. It was not a sport. It was get better at sport at first. Yeah. And then the second pillar was like, all right, everybody gotta have fun. So we don't want want a game where there's a QB and like and a wide receiver and only the QB has the right to do everything, and only like the ball handler, the the carrier Irving can like dribble up, dribble mm -hmm. everybody else, and just like put up threes and stuff like that because I love basketball but right now when you look at basketball the way it's built uh, like the Damian Lillard I love Damian yeah he's like basically like he can he and Steph Curry can basically not pass the ball and yeah. that would be like pretty much a good shot because that's that's right. how good it is and I don't think that James Naismith when he invented the sport thought about like oh guys are gonna be so good that like the the rim is actually too big. So mm -hmm. say, it's too big right now. The, the rim is just too, when you think about it, it's too big for Steph Curry. It yeah. should be like, it should, it should, it should be like smaller. But yeah. anyway, that's their sport. But so I was like, all right, so everybody get touched the ball. Everybody get, get involved offensively, defensively. You have to be like both ways. It has to be intense and everybody got to be loving it, loving the experience. So for loving the experience, you have to be able to, have the object in your hand and make something out of it. Just, you, you have to be not a, not a pound. You have to right. be like a, like a, at least a bishop. Yeah. All right. All right. So, and after that, uh, I'm a chess player. That's why. I like that. <laughs> you, that. You get it on Queens Gambit. You watch any of that? Yeah, I, I watch it. I watch it. Like, but for me, like, uh, I, I, I used to, I, I play a lot of chess. I yeah. love chess. My kids play chess. I play chess with them. They beat me sometimes. So I'm like, <laughs> like queen it's good like i love the, the the way they did it i i knew like the there was like real chess playing stuff like i was oh that's the so but for me it's more of a drama yeah where you have like the the, the pill stuff and all the stuff yeah it's great it's great but for me i view it like like as a drama and i think it's better like that because if not like people are not going to be liking chess that much right <laughs> because chess is not a game that much it's a game but it's like it's really it's not like, that dramatic nah it it is for me yeah <laughs> it is when i play like ah! but like uh when when you look when you watch it mm, not that much mm. normally yeah but anyway like and so i was like all right everybody gotta have to uh, fun and the third pillar was like the decision making so i, I was like all right everybody gotta make better decision and if we switch a rule we got to make sure that it's for better decision making always always and that and, and finally i say all right break the code i like i don't think this sport is going to work break the code like show me how it won't work because you're going to trick the game and stuff like that and go ahead mm -hmm. and in like it went off like people adult were like whoa this is like so funny you could see in their eyes like there was like, the first I, i still remember it's like eight years ago There's one guy who just at some point in the game when you have three outs, kind of like in baseball, you have to make a transition to go from defense to offense, but really fast. Mm -hmm. And if you go faster than the defense, now you can get on the field and as soon as possible try to score. And I just remember the highs of, of the, the guy was just running like as crazy. And I, just as a kid, he looked like a kid. Mm -hmm. It was like, yes, that's so nice. Like a, a, an adult, like 23-year-old, like playing like a, like a kid and making decisions and having fun. And I was like, at that exact moment, I was like, all right, man, we have something over here. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it was a sport. 
I thought it was like a, a training. Yeah, training drill more so. Yeah. Yeah, training. Um, like I use I use it as a basketball coach as a, the first 20 minutes of uh, pretty much every practice that we had like, over there yeah. because I thought that was the best way to get the people like really focused uh, where they were and stuff like that. So because you had so much decision making in 20 minutes. So like, all right, now you're It's funny. To- I, I, played, I played college soccer and it was like we a lot of times would start with like a handball variation where it was like yeah. you had to score and you had to like head it in just like and that was exactly. play something like that just to get people like moving get the body going get thinking before exactly. training like started it was the same exactly. kind of thing that's kind of the the way i was seeing it at first i was like me there was a football coach also that used it and the at some point like every summer though we had like that the every two weeks we had people coming in and try to sport try to sport like new players coming in and at some point there was players like all right man this is like better than basketball this is like better than football so as soon as i finished my career i want to play mm-hmm. and then a couple of years later we had like the kind of the people that were like showing up like and their main sport was pure instinct and good athlete like ex, like ex cfl like the yeah. like like athletes coming up is like hey this is my sport right now i want to play like two three times a week this is it and now the sports got got bigger so it was like the training got a little bit like to the side and then it was like all right the rule changed because like the players were better and better and better and the um the the training stuff was like mostly for high school mm-hmm. but then we had like the community over here that was playing like every week and kind of a cool community to do for me like i'm a surfer a little bit like a skateboarder my kids yeah. skateboard I love the free flowing stuff of those sports, and that was kind of the same principle. All right, uh, we see that there's like a good day coming up on Wednesday. There's so and so are are coming. Who's coming also? Uh-huh. And all right, cool. I'm there, and you go you go to that secret like uh, we didn't have a, a, a at first we didn't have a, a place to play, so we're just like going to like squat and stuff like that. And yeah. play. All right, there's no there's no one over here. Like I was like texting people, hey, come to this place, and then everybody can show up at the same mm-hmm. time. Kind of like, oh, good waves. So I, I love that feeling that was like a couple of years ago, and that's how the sports started. And uh, we had some people that that showed up like every time. They were so good. But now, and now the the people after we modified the rule in the last two years, make a big fuzz out of it because that like, people were like, wow, you just like, are you really like just like throwing your sport away and I was like no nah, I have like a big picture because I want my sport my sport to grow so I, I, I needed to do some big time change in some of the rules mm-hmm. so make like a big time mess <laughs> like like we had a, I think, all the original people were kind of like pissed uh, we had a discussion with people like some of the guys and girls I thought I think I, I put something on the um, on, on a, a messenger like a list like 30 people and then mm-hmm. hey we had this new rule coming and I just like boop and, and went to sleep. The next morning I had like a hundred or I think 200 uh, like, like message over there. And people were like, just like, I think on 200 message, I was like one nine, nine, uh, 99 that were like, that's not a good idea. Like, yeah. and then just one guy was like, I think it might be good. And we tried it and, uh, and then it, we grew from it. And uh, and now it's the sport's kind of ready to like explode in states and everywhere. So that yeah, that's kind of the the cool story about it. So it's and not about what like, was what was the what was the rule change or like what was the decision for the rule change and why 
like why at that time was it yeah. so controversial to but you know was helpful ultimately yeah. to like move the sport forward the sport was kind of a built on skills that we didn't know about like punching the ball yeah running with the ball and trying to kick it to somebody else uh, that's and volley the ball volley like with your fist and stuff like that some of the stuff that you never did before so when you start to the sport you believe that this is really complex and that it might be worth more points actually if you do that kind of stuff and so for us when you we when i started the game i said hey if you do that kind of move that's gonna worth two points if you try this that's gonna be three points like in mm -hmm. basketball one two and three and, but we kind of discovered that people were actually not doing the sport right where they could do, let's say, it's kind of like, let's say in basketball, you could do a layup mm -hmm. and then, but that, no, you stop and you throw the ball in the air and do it all of you because it's going to be more word point. And then you kind of mess up the game. And the same thing in soccer, let's say in soccer, oh, there's more point because you're shooting from this distance. So now everybody's going to shoot from, from uh, outside mm -hmm. the box. And it, it doesn't make sense. Oh, two points for an editor in, 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 uh, in soccer. So that could be messing up the game of yeah. soccer. because changes the whole flow. Yeah. Yeah. If everybody does do like the German and try to do like yeah. the, the editors. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. So it, it, we had a system with one, two, and three points. And I was like, hmm. It, it wasn't me. It was one of the original athletes that was in Montreal. We went to Montreal one time to do the, the game over there. And he was like, hey, the, the game really changed, Dom. And he's like, I think you're, you're, there's, you're missing a point like, because you're too much into it. Like, I'm from outside. People are not playing like the, the way we used to play. They, they have a free lane in front of them to score, and they wait to make more points. That, that doesn't make no sense in sport. So mm -hmm. I was like, all right, you might be right. He said, and he said to me, like, like everybody every points should worth one mm -hmm. and people were like that's impossible and, <laughs> and, and and it went off like people were like crazy about it and we we actually switched it to something that was kind of better that everything worth one but if you kick to the end zone like a, a, that's a pretty good move if you yeah. kick to the end zone the your point is worth one but the next one from your team it's worth two if you score so mm -hmm. that's kind of a bonus and, and it's kind of put the energy in the next play. So if your team, it's kind of like a good synergy between. Yeah, good succession. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really tough to score two in a row and the defense get like ramps up. And, and, yeah. so, and now that's the way we play. We call that next for two. But back in the day, people were like, nah, nah it's impossible for you. Right. To but I'm more of a guy like like I play. I love basketball. I think basketball is dead right now. It's not the same as James Naismith did because, mm -hmm. like the people are tall. Like so, at, at some point I thought not nah, the, the ten foot ten feet it's okay. Now I think it's eleven feet. Like because mm -hmm. the, the the rim was not, it was not created. The, the sport was not created to be there. A bunch of seven footers running around. When when you see girls playing basketball, I think that's exactly how James Naismith actually invented the sport. Mm -hmm. More like natural, like to it's it's tough to do a layup. Yeah, and for for guys sometimes it's not tough, so it's supposed to be difficult to do a point a little bit, but we we don't have that. Even with layups, it's too easy. It's too like yeah. too easy. So I think eleven feet would be better for basketball. I think the smaller rim would be better for basketball. 
And so, and I think that they're the, the three points, I think the coach from the Spurs actually, Popovich, think the same thing is that that tricky play where they have that line, that three-point line. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a good idea no more. I think it was a good idea to get the score where it is. I think right now you should cancel the line because the skills level are too, are too insane. I, right. like Damien, Damien Litter, like, he basically shoots from the half court like in practice and makes re- regularly. Like, yeah. That's, that's insane. So how can that worth three and a layup over a seven footer worth two? Yeah. That's, that's, that's insane. So, so some of the stuff like that, like it is basketball, but I think I'm a firm believer that basketball should go back to one, mm-hmm. uh, to two, everything too. Um, and, um, uh, And that's why we did it in Purins. And, and for me, it was easy because we only had, like, one community, like, lab, uh, one laboratory that could, like, do the sport. So we didn't have to tell, it, like, the word that now we have because we, we want to expand to, like, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So tell me a little bit about that because I know, you know, this obviously started as a very, like, community-driven thing in Quebec. But you've now kind of taken it other places. I've seen you've been in L.A., you've been to New yeah. York. Like, tell me a little bit about the expansion of the sport and what you're kind of, you know, how you've approached that and then like what your plans are for the future of, of yeah. growing it. But the, when I went to New York and LA right now, it was mostly, I would say as a test. So we went over there to play with, we add like two players, like former NFL players to come in Quebec to try mm-hmm. the sport against our top player. They got crushed. They love it. And they, they were like, wow. Okay. So I was, all right, cool. Let me get to the States where I'm not known, like, not, not at all. Like, like yeah. I'm going over there. I'm a nobody for, like, everybody over there. In UCLA, I'm a nobody. And I just, like, come over there. I have my small, like, uh, bags of, of balls and stuff like that. And I, I have, like, random people. And it's like, hey, we want to play. That's, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. And let's see if, if I come to the States to – would it be popular? Would, would people, like, be like, whoa, this is, like, the next level sport? And mm-hmm. it really happened. So it was for me also and also for – I'm trying to fund, to, to fund my company just to showcase. It's not just a, a thing in Quebec City. It, it, it's going to be a thing, like, everywhere. We just mm-hmm. need to be out there and travel the sport and ex- educate people. And this is going to be the next street – I call it the next street sport uh, mm-hmm. because I think that – like soccer that you play and basketball are the former street sport. Now they're yeah. professionalized. Kids are not playing this in a, in the park no more. They like always structure, but, and I think we can, there's a void over there so we can actually be in that void and be not that soccer is not great. I think it's great. Uh, soccer, uh, basketball is great, but I think they're just to another level. Now they just mm-hmm. like, they, they're too organized. Yeah. We, need some, we need something like to, to have fun. More of like a backyard game kind of thing. We, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. We need, we need fun. <laughs> we need fun back in sport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and uh, that's, that's what I, that's what I, I want to do like right now with my community. So now that I know that it's going to work in the States for sure. Now the next level is to say, okay, how are we going to do it as a business? So, because it's, it's cool to have a sport, but we need to have a business just to make sure that we have enough money actually to travel to place and to get to our big vision. We know it, it might take a time. It, it will take some time before we get to the vision I have for mm-hmm. years or X years. I don't know how many years it's going to take to put the internet and stuff like that now. So the the goal for us is to create communities okay so 
the the real goal that we that we're trying to do is not to do the NFL or NBA where you have 30 clubs. That's it. Our goal is to have 500, like let's say, communities in the states. Mm-hmm. 500 of them in Europe and 200 in Canada. If there's 200 cities in Canada, I'm not sure. <laughs> probably, yeah. probably like 25 in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> and um, so yeah, so and have like those communities fight against themselves. So you're not you're not gonna travel to other places and stuff like that. You pr- mm-hmm. you're gonna stay really local. And at some point, we're gonna take the best rated team from your area and then play. Uh, a, a championship against other other players a little bit like the ufc I, I, i like to compare it as the the crossfit model where you have your box of crossfit and so you play mm-hmm. you play yeah. locally and stuff like that and then after that you go and you can actually do the ufc model where we take the best from one place and i'm i'm kind of the dana white of the sport and say hey we want to see the best from boston against the best from Miami because this is going to be the 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 biggest the biggest of a event of the year like mm-hmm. Dana White always says the biggest event of the year is always yeah. the biggest event it's always the, the biggest event of the year there's so, 10 of but, them every year yeah but i like it yeah. i like the, the nba like i don't know when's the the biggest like even like in the mid season like christmas mm-hmm. stuff it's not the biggest event of the year because it doesn't matter if you win or lose or lose in the nba it's just a win and loss column yeah and we have a different system that is from the chess that I was talking about mm-hmm. is uh, we call it the ELO ratings from chess. We put it in pure instinct. It's if you win against someone who's better rated than you, that's worth more point than if you win against someone who's lower rated than you. So let's say I'm a big, uh, I'm the, the, the biggest like rated team from Quebec, your uh, biggest rated team from Boston, but I have a better rating than you. We play mm-hmm. against each other. If I lose against you, I'm going down. My rating yeah. going down. If you win against me because I'm better rated, you have more points. You might gotcha. you might not like go on top of me, but if you win two or three times against people that are higher rated than you, now you're going to go up and up and up. Mm-hmm. So that's and, and we always uh, that's our that's our concept. We have actually an, an app right now that's running that that I actually learned to code myself. I'm pretty proud of that. That's cool. Congrats. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of that. Like uh, so, I, I learned from scratch. Learn to, to code in in a COVID situation. I was like home. I was like, all right, let me try this like on an hour an hour per day. That's amazing. And, um, yeah, and I, I have a Android and iPhone app right now that available. And we we actually working on a new app actually. Not me, but now it's like partners. I I just wanted to have fun and just yeah. try it out. But it's it's a working working app, and the goal is to have the gamification of sport. I'll show you. It's pretty cool. I think that instead of a When I say that, bring the the fun back is is all about that too. So you'll see over here, like uh, I know that on the podcast you, you don't see though, but yeah, the numbers, you see the numbers. So that's yeah. your team rating, and you you have your personal rating. So if you go to the a normal like scrimmage, you have your personal rating up. So you're always like, oh, I have to gain more points. And if you have your more of a team setting, now you go and you bring your team rating like to the game. So I think that's a Kind of a new way of doing sport. It's a, I call that the gamification of sport. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's, yeah, that's that's my next that's my next level stuff that, that I'm bringing to the okay. states too. As soon as we uh, get the funding and that we're ready with the COVID stuff, mm-hmm. that we're ready to roll out. We're gonna roll the sport itself, the rules, but also we're gonna roll out the kind of the whole ecosystem. So that's one of the, one of the things I'm controlling 
the whole ecosystem. I'm not like it's not like the NBA doesn't control the the basketball. They control their city, their marketing, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm controlling everything. So if you play in Boston, a rec game. If you play in the, in the Miami, a league game. If you play in a in France, in Paris, like a, in a, in schools, and you're you're gonna be part of our system. You, you so that's gonna be pretty mm -hmm. cool for me to be able to communicate and to send like uh, notification to send uh, content we, we're big on content to everybody so that's gonna be pretty awesome for us also to kind of be controlling the whole ecosystem uh, and that's I think cool. that's, yeah that's a, a little I, bit more about so is your is your vision that like and maybe it's both I don't know but is the thought that it would be like I find my team of you know it's a six person team like I find the best six man team that I can make and that I would kind of consistently try and play with that group? Or is it more like, I mean, is it more I'm trying to, you know, I can show up to wherever with Joe Schmo and play and I have a great game and my personal rating goes up. Like, is it more of an individual thing? Or are you anticipating going forward that there'll be like pockets of people that are like, oh, we're going to stick together and play together yeah. all the time? I would say, I would say it's both. Like, um, It, it really depends on like who are you as an individual and who what are you trying to accomplish at this time i think mm -hmm. what you're going to see you're going to see people most people as we see in quebec they want to play in a community so they don't want to have a team a set team they want to have go to the park let's do the best team possible like the best matchup possible for this day mm -hmm. and let's play as hard as possible and then if i win I actually get more points for my mm -hmm. personal rating. That's kind of cool. So you gotta keep moving. We're gonna have prize for the the best athletes and stuff like that and cool stuff. So and it's co-head too. So you can actually play with girls, no mm -hmm. problem. Everybody gonna mesh up. So that I think regularly that's gonna be your thing. Mm -hmm. Then you're gonna have oh, there's something coming like in two months where I have to be rated for that. So for that, I have to get my team make sure that I have a couple of games with my team before that big event that's coming mm -hmm. up. So I got my rating ready and stuff like that. I don't think you're going to see the teams willing to just play with their team and stuff like that only to get, to get bigger, to right. get better and better. Because if you play inside your community, at some point it's going to be kind of boring to play always in the same team. You, you better like crossing people and learning the game a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And then at some point in the years, you just say, hey, this is the time for our team stuff because we know we have an event coming or we're, we're required to travel to this location to play against another team. Mm -hmm. So now we got a bit, we got to be like meshing people together and stuff like that. The sport, the sport's kind of ideal to do that kind of stuff because it's free-flowing. It's not it's not about like X and O's a little bit. So it's more like soccer and um, hockey are a little, a little bit like that, where it's important to know with the people you play. It's important like, to know them, to know their tendency. Yeah. But there's But it's not also, like set plays or anything. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like football or basketball where you have like set plays that you have to be on timing. You can have some of this stuff, but you cannot prepare in advance, like in, on every play. So that's, That's uh that's one thing like uh, I think, I, but I, I don't I don't mind if people just want to play, uh on a personal level want to get their their rate, personal rating up and stuff like mm -hmm. that and that's their thing, 
let's go for it. If, yeah. if you, you say, hey, you know what, me, I'm trying to, I'm in a big city. So we always have like cool game and stuff like that. So I can, and I can get, because of that, I can get my rating up a little bit more faster than everybody else. Mm-hmm. I want to play in team. All right, man, let play in team. So gotcha. like, I don't want to be the one who says like, it's a, I always, uh, I need to always remember that it's a sport. So I don't, I control the rule, but I can't control how you want to play it. So that's mm-hmm. one of the things. And if you want to, in third, if you want to play because you're, you want to train because you're a big time soccer player and you want to train to be, to get that edge over people in soccer. Like who am I to say that you can't use this because you want to train, mm-hmm. train, like, to train because I, if I would, I could co- come back to my basketball years when I was 17 and I was trying to get that edge. The first, first thing I would do, like, the first two things is play squash mm-hmm. because it's easy. Squash is easy because you only have like one partner. You yeah. just go. And then I would play pure instinct. Uh-huh. I would play pure instinct for sure, just to get better at basketball. And then I, when my career is over, I would switch up to basketball only because I don't. I, I hate contact. Yeah, I hate like being hurt in basketball. I hate all. Uh, I hate elbows in basketball. Uh-huh. Like I just hate that. So <laughs> that's that's just me. But I just hate it. Okay. Um, so tell me a little bit. You you mentioned that you had like you're you're working on securing some funding and you have yeah. like some some team that. So have you built a team around you? Is it really kind of like a one man show, or are you working with others to kind of help elevate yeah. this this sport? I was a one man show for a bit, but I, it's not true though. I, I'm not a one man show just because I did create all the rules. I did create it, pretty much the the ecosystem and stuff like that, but. There's people like in my area, like in Quebec, that helped mm-hmm. me. Without them, like I couldn't be, I couldn't be here today because the one who play, the ones play who play like two, three times a week sometimes, like and, and it just elevated the game and it forced me to innovate the new rules and stuff like that like, because they were so good. And now the sport is perfect because of them. Mm-hmm. So that I'm ne- I'm never a one man show on that regard. It's not like oh, how did you invent everything? Mm-hmm. I did because like the rules became like that because there were some really good players. So that's yeah. one of the reason. On the business side, I have a co-founder in Philly. I have a partner in Miami. I have another par- partner that's coming up in Pittsburgh. A uh, couple of contacts uh, west coast to uh, near uh, LA, mm-hmm. and a couple of contacts also in Houston. Uh, I say contacts is people that are kind of in stealth mode. That we kind of wait, but they know the game. They played it before and stuff like that. We know we want to work together in the in the future, but mm-hmm. I don't have the funding right now, so I don't want to mess with them. <laughs> but and I have my co-founder uh, in the, in Philly who works in the emerging sport business, so he has a he, he's actually behind the you know that cornhole uh, championship that yeah. they ESPN. They're behind the, the the concept of bringing some sport like that on TV and stuff like that. Huh. So. They're helping emerging sport like beach soccer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever play beach soccer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so my partner actually was the one who brought beach soccer to the States and started the business. And now it's big, It's way bigger in uh, Europe, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, actually, they, they actually mesh with FIFA uh, on some of the championships, so it's mm-hmm. pretty big. So so he's the one. Like, he's, he's from Philly. And uh, he's, uh, he's working with me, like, on the business side, and he's pretty good on sponsorship and stuff like that. So as soon as we have the funding ready uh, and we ready to launch, he's going to be helping me, like, on the other side. And we have also, like, a partner in Miami. Uh, 
looking right now, maybe to get to Miami being one of the first city actually that we trying to maybe be in mm -hmm. for a different reason. I think cultural, uh, the weather's great, <laughs> the weather's yeah. great over there. And uh, there's a lot of athletes too that just like merge there to former athletes. Mm -hmm. Now there's kind of a, yeah, like emerging like uh, investors, uh, a lot of people investing are mm -hmm. over there for startups. So, and I view myself as a startup. So that's, um, yeah. The, so I'm not, I, I can't say right now that I'm alone. Uh, it's not over. <laughs> it was, it was the case. It's not a case anymore. Uh, now I'm, I'm, I'm building a team and I also like, just, we have a, a different view of doing, of doing business is that I am the CEO Mm -hmm. of the company but um i uh i use a model that looks a, li a little bit more like um you know that company zappos i think mm -hmm. the, the the guy one of the founders i yeah, yeah but they have a new like way of doing the stuff and that's how i use it so for me i view myself as the ceo yes but let's say you're ryan in boston and you you, you call me and say hey i heard about pure thing i saw that and i want to i want to help it looked great I have a huge community that I know soccer player. I think that could be great. We could like, actually, I know somebody else is in college. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Ryan, do you want to be like the CEO of a new project that's going to be in Boston? We're going to start a community. You're going to be mm -hmm. the CEO of that, the events that we're going to do. And we're going to surround you with marketing, with social media, with like uh, communication, with like uh, design. Everything's going to be built for you, but you're going to be, doing the stuff and I'm going to be on your project. I'm not going to be the CEO of the project. I'm going to be helping you on the field operation of mm -hmm. uh, like uh, train as a trainer, because I love to train the sport. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be there only for training as like, and after that, our goal as a company, my goal is to create a community that's going to be self sustainable, that have the equipment that can play regular games that, that have ratings that are in our app. And you're going to be, on our team now so yeah and, and that's that's kind of the concept a, a new concept so it's not about like me having under me like the head of marketing and then the head of a mm -hmm. it's not about that it's about like all kind of project and we want to make sure that let's say you're passionate about your network but maybe in miami uh, there's someone who's passionate about the former nfl nba athletes that are there they want to start the community by them mm -hmm. and in pittsburgh it might be only college and in the uh, Wyoming, I don't know where the I don't I don't know where my Wyoming is. Like I'm from Canada. I don't. I, I'll say for, I'll say Seattle because I don't know where. There we go. Is. All right, cool. Uh, let's say you're in, <laughs> you're in Seattle and you say, hey, like uh, over here, school will be all over this place for school. So I I have a project for schools. All right, cool. Can we start with the schools and then build a community out of this? Mm -hmm. So the goal is always to create a community, but the the first part like the initiation the inception of this of it it always depends on the C, kind of the ceo of that project yeah so because i, I want to make sure that i'm not the one again i'm not the one who says you have to play this way you it's a sport like so you decide like who you want how you want to do it like you mm -hmm. i'm not the one who's going to say no that's the only way you're going to play pure insane is if right. you x y and z I don't think it's right, like it, because it's a sport. Like you do, you do whatever you want. <laughs> it does seem it does sound very similar to the CrossFit kind of model of like, well, if I I want to open my gym and I'm going to do it this way, whereas yeah. somebody in Texas might be like, well, I'm going to have it outside and we're going to do it this way, and like there are all kinds of different approaches to it. The other exactly. thing you think of, 
but you have if you're a crossfit you you still have if i go on a in a crossfit uh box in texas i'll still recognize the crossfit yes. model i'll still recognize the the drills and stuff like that so if you whatever wherever you go and pure instinct game's still the same yeah yeah and the the feel we want the feel of it to be the same thing wanna like the community event everybody use the app and stuff like that so it's gonna be easy mm-hmm. let's say you're a you're a user in quebec and uh and then you have to travel to boston and you have a rating a personal rating of this and a team rating of uh, 2000 yeah and asked to play a game you're supposed to have people say oh what's your rating one of the first questions mm-hmm. would be what's your rating oh i'm a 2000 and more oh okay you, go play on wednesdays that's where they play those guys So and oh and you go on Wednesdays and that's exactly your caliber. So the, yeah. I think and that's I think that's something that you don't get if you get to let's say Matt you come to uh, right you come to Quebec and say hey I want to play soccer I don't know where you, I don't know where you're gonna play like yeah. there's so much league and you goes ah I play college oh, yeah I don't know what it is like mm-hmm. you don't have a rating so it's, that's the the groundbreaking tool like that the rating is always following you so mm. yeah. that's cool okay. I don't want to take up too much of your time. So I just have a couple more yeah, it's all right, ra- it's all right. rapid fire questions for you here to, to round it out. Um, I, my first one is, all right. So if you were to create a dream team, six athletes, professional athletes, any <laughs> past, present, you can create your six person team. Who are you, who are you picking? It can be across all sports. Yeah. What would be your dream pure instinct right. team? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with LeBron for sure, okay. and then I'm gonna go with uh, Mahomes. Okay, he played basketball. Yeah, so I'm gonna put Mahomes. I'm gonna go with uh, Wilson, also. Yeah, because he played baseball too. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I might. I might go with the. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with Wilson. I'm gonna go with uh, Usain Bolt. Okay. He's crazy fast, I think. And he's also really good at soccer. Yeah. Uh, then I have to go. I'm going to pick a girl. I'm going to pick a girl. I, I, I have to go with the GOAT. I'm going to go with Serena Williams. Okay. I don't, I don't know why. I, I think she, she's going to – she's such a fierce competitor. Mm-hmm. I want And I want to see her, like, crush guys over there. Yeah. Never had the opportunity. So, so I'm, I'm at five right now. I'm not going to pick a hockey player, seriously, uh, but just because uh, they're too much onto ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're great athletes, though, but I'm not going to pick a hockey player. Uh, I had a basketball. Uh, I don't know a lot of rugby players, though. And rugby, as much as it, as it is, I don't think it, 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 it convert that no, much. Not a direct translation. Nah, it, it seems like, but yeah. it's not like I saw that it's it's they they they're not that big on decision making. Uh, I have e, I have to go with. Hmm. <laughs> well, the the Mbappe Mbappe is uh, okay. Uh, I like that. Uh, I think I'm I'm gonna be shameful to myself. I'm not gonna pick Messi because I'm a Messi guy, and I'm gonna go from Mbappe. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Mbappe. Okay, I think that's six. And I, that's a pretty, that's a pretty damn good group of athletes. You know right what? There. You know what? If I could, like, I think this group is gonna be crushed by my top six players from Quebec right wow. now. Like, and that's how good they are. And I'm, I'm not messing around. 
they're going to get crushed until LeBron, Mahomes, and all those guys take it seriously because yeah. we have people that take the game, the game seriously. They're going to get crushed right now. Like, for yeah, if they just showed up and re-rolled the ball, like, they're not going like to be able to And that's, that's incredible. Like, that's, but in the long run, I'll take those six that I just named just because I think that it could be so awesome to, ha to have them like, on the field. How cool would it be like, to have those like, on the field at the same time playing a sport? be amazing that would be that would be like must watch must watch television to see like those those groups of athletes all playing together yeah um, okay my next question for you is i guess my, i guess my question is like where do you see you know the the opportunity for like money to be made or like, you know, is this, does it have TV value? Does it have like more like festival type value where like, I don't know if you're familiar with like the, I've been, it's the lacrosse model is interesting. The new kind of like PLL model where it's like, they kind of do these like tournaments all over the place. Like where do you see the, the money being made? Yeah. So, uh, not the lacrosse value, the lacrosse um, uh, thing with Paul Rabel. Love what he, what he does. Like, obviously I'm, I'm a big like uh, learner of everybody like uh, mm -hmm. like and I don't crush anybody anybody I think that yeah. everybody has his, their reason I actually had uh, I have a clubhouse session that I do one once a year once a week we had uh, Chris Ruther from uh, Spikeball actually on it mm -hmm. and so we talk about stuff uh, and Paul Rabel I think it's it's great what he's trying to do in lacrosse I think it's innovative I don't I don't know if it's going to work but mm -hmm. I think it's innovative um for us, yes, it is really much a TV, uh, for TV uh, sport. Uh, why? It's because the, the field is so narrow and not big that it has the basketball field look, mm -hmm. uh, which I think translates real well to TV, better than soccer, mm -hmm. better than uh, frisbee and stuff like that, where the field so big. Um, we don't have helmets, so it's really like in your face. Yeah, uh, you can see the players. So, yeah, and there's a lot. You have to know that every we have a 16-second shot clock, so there's a lot of action every 16 seconds. And mm -hmm. since the 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 way the the, the sports bill is, you have to score. You don't you don't go like in flag football or anything that you you do like uh, 10 yards and so, and go rugby. You mm -hmm. go in, like through the field. You have to take 30 yards and score in 16 seconds. If you don't score, that's one out. And if you score, that's one point. There's no gray area. There's no, oh, we made it. We, we, we're going to kick it. We're going to kick a field goal. Yeah. None of this like nonsense. Either score or don't score. You score or don't score. So because of that, every time you play, you're trying something. You're trying mm -hmm. the biggest move because you have to do something. You have to do like that crazy bicycle kick if you want to, like, to get to the end zone because mm -hmm you have to score. So, so because of that, that's really like highlights, a lot of highlights, a lot of energy. And, and so I think that's for that. I think it's better suit for TV. And also I think it's better suit for that next generation of streaming where you have a lot of highlights and stuff like that, that people mm. consume the, the, the sport differently. I think it's, it's, I think it's perfect for Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big Instagram guy, but like, I think it's perfect for Instagram, all those kind of uh, platforms. And then the new platform that are coming up like in the next years, I think it's perfect for that too. But I, I, don't I, know I could see you guys streaming this on like Twitch or something and it like blowing up on there. Like it could be wise. Yeah. 
And I think I think that the thing that we we don't have a league that much. We can do like the switch the Twitch stuff. We can do like cool stuff where you're gonna have like people like streaming the game and like and then after that talking over and trash mm. and stuff like that. I think it could be it could be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's one of the thing. Uh, it's really like TV ready. So that's one of the things that we and that's one of the things with the funding that we're gonna show showcase also that. Yes, we are community driven, but well, we have a big dream of. Uh, I think we, we big time for TV, and it's gonna be so much fun to see on TV athletes, athletes running everywhere, trying stuff, boys and girls playing together and stuff like that. Something that's never been done before. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. On the monetization thing, obviously we own the whole ecosystem. So every time that a player registers to our app, we actually have the data to go over there and say, hey. Uh, do you want a ball, a pure and ball? Do you want a T-shirt? Do you want that new uh, special edition? Oh, did mm-hmm. you win? Did you win five games in a row? Yay! If you win five games in a row, you got that fifty percent rebate for one day. That's mm-hmm. never been done before. There's no sport can can say you win five games and you you get invited to this thing or we can do anything. So mm-hmm. because of that ecosystem, the app that we that we're building, we can actually be so creative and be sure that we interact directly with our customer with customer clients member user whatever mm-hmm. okay so that's the, that's the one thing that we building and also the app right now it's free but in the future i think it's going to be well done enough to say we're going to have a one dollar fee mm-hmm. a month to be on that app and that one dollar fee going to give you x y and z and you're going to keep your rating up Make sure that your rating is stable and stuff like that. So you're not going to lose your your, and it's only going to cost you twelve to twenty dollar a, a year mm-hmm. to be part of it. But imagine you're a soccer player. Imagine if there's an organization out there that can get one dollar from everyone, from teenagers, kids, yeah, teenagers, adults that play soccer in the world right now, one dollar. So that's kind of our model. That mm-hmm. if we can get people to play and get them on the app in our in our ecosystem and that ask for one dollar a month, that's mm-hmm. a big and and you always have to see, see the, the sport as global. Mm-hmm. So it's not about like we're not about the states. We we are starting in the states, but we all uh, already have offer of of going to UK, Germany, mm-hmm. France. Like there's a lot of like area where people are like, yeah, they're starving for a new sport. They think this this could be next level, and uh, so we so yeah, it's gonna be global for, for sure. It's gonna be global in a, as soon as we start, like the year after that, we're gonna go global because mm-hmm. there there is no way we're gonna stay in only one country. So, right. but I think the monetization is gonna be that use, user are gonna pay a little bit a, a fee to to play at some at some time, maybe not at first, but at some time to be part of the and community. Then, yeah, yeah, and after that, we're gonna sell merchandise for sure. We're gonna sell sell like that, like yeah. Pure, the pure athletes, the pure athlete brands, brands our stuff too. So I like that. So, yeah. All right. I love it. Um, so Dominique, if people want to kind of keep up with what you're doing and want to follow along with pure instinct, if they want to play, like what is the best way for people to kind of keep up with you and, or get involved in, in yeah. testing out the sport sort of, uh, Test the sport. We're gonna wait for the, we're gonna wait for for the every like travel restriction and for COVID to just yeah. to go away. Yeah, but let's say we're post COVID. Yeah. Uh, best way to play actually is to be uh, 
project manager and say, hey, I want to bring Pure Insane to my area. We want to educate the people and stuff like that. Don't start to play without having the proper people showing you the game mm -hmm. because it looks simple. There's a lot of cool details that you have to learn to mm -hmm. make it better. So you can play it, but it, there's a next level that sometimes people don't get. So that's why we want to educate people from the get-go that your first experience is going to be the best experience possible. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. And we're, we're willing to, we're actually willing to pay to educate you. So like call us. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one thing. The other than that is just like follow, you can follow. It's always at pure anything. And we write the pure like this, like in French. So there's no E at yeah. the P-U-R in think. So if you do, pureinstinct.com that's that's our website if you do dominique my name dominique at pureinstinct uh, that.com that's my that's my email if you go pure in, only pureinstinct on instagram facebook uh what is it twitter and mm -hmm. clubhouse that's me clubhouse like obviously like, i'm only there like once a week so to do like a session twitter um I'm like pretty much like 24 seven. Uh, so same, that's, same with me. Yeah. That's my, that's my go-to. You can, you can reach me, Dominique Susie also on Lincoln, but like, I, I don't like Lincoln. Like uh, yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired of the notification. So I'm, I'm just like not on there. I'm now on Facebook no more than that much. So Twitter is the major go-to and Instagram. I think our Instagram page is crazy. So I think you, you should go on our Instagram and see it for yourself. I think you're going to love it. Uh, and I, I, I can be joined. Uh, you can call me like, on, like a DM me on Instagram. I'm just more of a Twitter guy. It's just like more of my stuff. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we'll get you, we'll get all those linked up in the, uh, in the description of the show so people can, can hunt yeah. you down. But Dominique, thank you for joining. This was fantastic. It's perfect, man. It's, it, was, it was perfect. All right, boom. That's a wrap. <laughs> thank you. That was great. And no kids, no kids noise. I know no interruptions. I didn't have a plane crash, you know, flying through my, past my window so this is perfect yeah i didn't know you played soccer yeah i played i played uh i actually played basketball growing up as well it was like basketball soccer guy um and played but played at boston college in, in oh, the states okay. so i played at like played at a pretty high level soccer wise still so, play like men's league all the time on saturdays and stuff so you, so. Would, you would be like our perfect like uh, perfect guy to play like soccer and basketball they mesh well with pure instinct i know i was looking i mean you know, i was doing my research looking up you know the youtube videos and stuff and i'm like this is right up my alley because yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean i always said like basketball was a perfect cross trainer for soccer and soccer yeah. was like the perfect cross train for basketball like yeah and then for the first like five years i think there was a soccer player that was the best player Mm -hmm. and it was not, not even like a uh, people uh, a, a goal scorer. It was only he was a defense defense guy, mm -hmm. but he was so good about angles, yeah, and decision making as a defender, defenseman that he, he was the best player like for like five years. Yeah, yeah. So, but now yeah, I got I got to try it because I think I would I would absolutely love it. But I'm I'm gonna go over to Boston for sure. One of the um, uh, you're 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 gonna cut the, this part. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna go to Boston for sure because one of my big time contacts actually uh, like number three at New Balance. So uh, oh, cool. Um, yeah. So I, I've been contact like New Balance for a while now, uh, but I wanna I wanna showcase the game like in front of them to make sure that they know like what's what's gonna crush like we, mm -hmm. we're gonna crush and they're they're kind of like 
liking it like they like the, the the business aspect but it, mm-hmm. it it was complex for them and then the covid hit and stuff like that but i'm still gonna try to like i want to showcase the game to them i want to just invite like guys like you and, and yeah from new balance and say hey just come and just play just just once just for just for fun no no string attached and stuff like that so I'll, mm-hmm. i'm pretty in boston boston's like six hours from here so yeah New Balance is cool. They're doing some like super innovative stuff yeah. as well. And they, they actually just signed, they like Boston college has always been under armor, but they just, they're switching for like next oh, yeah. season to new balance. So they're definitely be, and they like do stuff with the Bruins. Like there's, yeah. there's athletes kind of in and around there. Like the new was, balance center is, is the Celtics facility is right there. Yeah. It's like, it's cool. And I, I had actually a project with them that was so cool. And they were, they were, they, they said yes. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was like we were going from a team from Pure Instinct, Video Man, and stuff like that, flying to Europe and train like off season, like their top squad of uh, uh, academy, like academy, uh, New Balance Academy from uh, yeah. some of the top, like the, the, the top sponsor mm-hmm. uh, soccer club over there. And it was okay. They were like, oh, that's a great idea. And then, it kind of backfired because the the soccer community is so in Europe are so confer- conservative that they don't want to, they all know we have a tight like, yeah this is what we do every day yeah <laughs> they're crazy so like, uh, it's like uh, yeah we can't mess with them like we're not like we're big over there like to try with them we give them money but we we cannot like dictate that they're actually gonna do a drill and stuff like that yeah so that that was kind of my, my one of my entry that I was looking for uh, with them and. Um, but still, it's it's a long game. I think uh, they have a great company, and I think they're so that's why like, I might I might get to Boston like pretty soon. Last yeah, soon as, or yeah, as definitely. Well. Let me know if you come through because yeah, I've got sure. a group of twenty five soccer guys, and that would love to. I'm sure kind of yeah, run around yeah. and try something new. Yeah, for real with with great athletes, it's it's incredible. It's yeah. it, it takes like it takes about like ten minutes to learn with with people that have a knowledge of sport. Mm-hmm. And the intensity, it's, it's just inc- incredible. Soccer players sometimes, they don't get the full amount just because they're not used to put the 100% stuff like a football player where they're ready to go roll. And for some soccer player, they're like, where do I chill? Yeah. <laughs> because they, there's some part of soccer is like, I chill around. Right. So you, that, you make your play. You take your break. You make your yeah, play. You, take you your don't. Break. You don't have that. So that's 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 one. That's one thing. <laughs> I know there was. I always. We always used to make fun because, like, playing at BC, we had. I was like in the minority, being a an American. Like we were had guys from all over the world. Yeah. And but you'd get we we'd have you know a Norwegian center back that's like you know the best center back in the country, but he can't catch a ball or he can't like he has no concept of like that piece uh, of it. So yeah. it was kind of interesting yeah. that as well. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have to let you go. I, I had another meeting that, uh, that I, I, I never thought that we were going to go like past an hour. <laughs> all good. All good. So I'll, I'll put this together and I'll send it out yeah. to you and, and, uh, yeah, send me the, uh, send me the video too. I'm going to do some cool edit on, on it. Cause I think we got some, uh, we got some great stuff on it. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, send me, you tweet it to me. I have a Slack room, uh, Slack room uh, group also. That, that I can put it to Perfect. and uh, my Twitter I'll, always I do on my Twitter so beautiful you know. all right cool well thank you Dominique I appreciate yeah, it it was great yeah cool talk nice to you soon you. all right bye-bye make sure you follow us on our different social media platform always at 
Pure Instinct. And you can check out our other podcasts with links available through our website, www.pureinstinct.com.